Morkatan, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zayin 1-7. In this Mishnah we'll discuss the question of certain things which may bring you too much joy on the Moed, on the Cholomoed, um, which would take away from the Simch of the Moed itself. And the Mishnah says, Ein no sin First of all, one may not get married on Cholomoed. This is because of the principle of Ein ma'arvin simcha besimcha, that one is not to conflate, to mix up two different smachot, two different joyous occasions at the same time. Each one should be enjoyed in on its own merits. So a wedding, of course, is brings you great joy, but the problem is it might take your joy from, distract you from the joy of the holiday itself. And the Pasuk says, V'samachta bechagecha, you'll rejoice on your holiday, from which the Chazal understand that it's to rejoice because of your holiday and not because of your wife, etc. And therefore, one is not to marry on Cholomoed, Lo besulos v'lo almanos. Neither may one marry a woman who's never married before, um, nor one who was a widow and she's married for a second time. Both those are forbidden for the same kind of reason. V'lo miyabnim. Similarly, one can't be miyabem, cannot marry his late brother's widow in order to marry her and continue on the late brother's line, called yibum. It's also a marriage of sorts, and it contains with it the joys of taking a new wife, and therefore it's also forbidden. Because all the above is a simcha all to itself for him, and therefore it would uh, distract him or occlude the joy of the chag. What a person may do is remarry his ex-wife. So if a person is Megaresh, ex, uh, divorces his wife, so then he's permitted to remarry her, assuming she wasn't married in the interim. And when he does remarry her, so that doesn't contain with her the same kind of joy as a new marriage. It's, she is, she's his old wife, and he's already, you know, the newness is worn off, certainly. And therefore, that to be Machser Grushaso, to remarry your ex-wife, is permitted on Cholam Moed. New paragraph, if you will. A woman may do her various cosmetics to make herself beautiful on the moed, on the moed, and even though it could be a laborious process, take a lot of time, um, and involve all sorts of different malachos. Um, you know, she's she's doing her hair, she's she's uh, grinding up rouge, she's painting her face, she's doing her nails, all those kind of things. Um, all that stuff is permitted because... Um, it's analogous to ochel nefesh, things that are her bodily needs, like making herself beautiful, is analogous to feeding herself, and therefore it's permitted, even if it's going to involve tircha maruba, a lot of work, that's still okay. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, lo tasud nivul hula. Rabbi Yehuda says, one thing that she can't do is to cover herself in lime. This was a practice that was done with young girls, um, like who were, you know, just hitting puberty to remove unwanted hair and also to make them give like sort of like a ruddy complexion, make them look sort of red. Lime is a rather caustic material and too much is definitely not a good not a good thing. Um, even a little bit is a pretty rough experience, but as we know, women are prepared to undergo all sorts of unpleasant things to make themselves beautiful, and that's considered to be a joy to her. And therefore, Review says that's true, but, and this is actually how the understands it, if she won't get the benefits of the, of the sid of the lime until after Cholomoed. So he says she can't endure the suffering on Cholomoed for the sake of after Cholomoed. That's disallowed. Um, however, Rabbi Huda would say even 
he would even agree that if she's going to do this Lyme procedure and it's going to be done and she's going to get the benefits and enjoy it and make herself feel even more beautiful still during Cholomot some days later, so then it would be yes permitted um, even then. So the word of the Mishnah says, Rebuda Omer, Lotasud Mipnation Nivul Hula. Now the word Nivul is hard to translate. It has kind of connotes two separate things. One, um, like misery and undesirable, because it's miserable and undesirable for her to cover herself with this like burny, you know, this this basic material. It's like a, like an acid, if you will, like an acid peel on her face. You can imagine that women do that today. Um, and also, manuval means to be like um, to be ugly. So it like uglies her. It's like a you know, it's like imagine a woman indeed that gets an acid peel or you know I don't know what plastic surgery and so on. So um, for a time she's worse off, but after the end result is she hopes it makes her more beautiful than before. So Rebuda says she can't do that if it's going to be the suffering on Cholomod, where the benefit only comes to her after Cholomod. Um, but on Cholomod, even he would agree. Now, um, the diuk of that, of course, would be the Tanakama holds that a woman could even do her procedure on Cholomod if she won't get the benefits till afterwards, because although it's miserable for her um, on Cholomod, but she is happy because she is anticipating the long-term benefits, and that would be permitted. Um, so it's a machlokas, according to many Rishonim like that, including the Rambam and the Parish Mishnais. However, the Rambam and the Yad understands, and Pasnas with the Shulchan Aruch does the same, that Rabbi Huda is just explaining the Tanakhama, and he's saying that um, it would be permitted uh, if she get the benefit on Chalmud, it's forbidden if she doesn't get the benefit until afterwards. So that would be the din. Um Lohalacha, that procedures that, like, for example, I don't know, plastic surgery or something, um, to the extent that it's permitted anyways, should not be done on Cholomod, which won't get the benefits until until afterwards. But other cosmetic procedures, going to the beauty parlor and having her facial, even though it might be unpleasant for a short time, she comes out looking more beautiful than ever, would be permitted on Cholomod, like Ochal Nefesh.